now for the Redbird Report podcast with the TV voice of the cards, Danny Mack, and Cards World Series champion Brad Thompson on 101 ESPN. Cardinals and Cubs tonight, and Brad Thompson, Dan McLaughlin on 101 ESPN. It's the Redbird Report. And uh, Brad, when you think about Cubs and Cardinals, this is about as good as it gets. Yeah, it is, man. This is what it's all about. And it's crazy. We're sitting here. It is Friday, June 24th. And this is the first time that the Cubs have come to the stadium so far this season, come to uh, St. Louis. I know that with the uh, lockout, we had some games rescheduled. We'll figure that out throughout the season. But it is crazy that the Cubs are coming to town, and it should be a good one. And one that, honestly, on paper a little bit ago, maybe we wouldn't have thought would be a good one. Kyle Hendricks, Andre Pallante. But you got two guys that are doing two different things. Hendricks has struggled so far this year, sitting here at two and six. He's got an ERA north of five. And Andre Pallante has been a little bit of a revelation, really, in this rotation as they needed him so much. Pallante has come in. He's pitched in tough sequence or tough situations. I just love the whole Pallante story of the year. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things. A guy that came into spring. Nobody really expected anything except for he expected a lot out of himself. He gets himself onto this big league team. He starts out in a couple of uh, kind of mop-up roles where they just kind of get him acclimated to the big league level. And then all of a sudden, he finds himself in high leverage spots in the pen. And now he is firmly in the rotation, not just holding a spot, but he is like firmly there right now. Dan, I'm excited for Andre Pallante to get this one at home against the Cubs. You did the game on Sunday, his last start. So what did you uh, take away from Pallante in that start against the Red Sox? Yeah, look, for me, the main thing is he's not scared. And that is a, a thing. Fenway Park can be a daunting place to pitch. It really can. And it can be a place that can be overwhelming for young pitchers, veteran pitchers and this is a guy that went out there again a rookie who was in the pen at the beginning of the season he pitched into the sixth inning he only gave up two runs he walked one guy like he was in command for most of that ball game until it uh, you know ultimately ended up falling apart late the Cardinals couldn't get any offense going Verhagen had a rough one uh, in that one but uh, I just think that he he firmly believes that he belongs and that is a beautiful thing. And I love hearing his teammates talk about him, how he is a student of the game, how he's always asking questions. He's always engaged in what's going on. And you know this, Dan, you've been around players for a long time and young guys that come into the league and think they've got it figured out and they just go out there and let their skill set play. Andre Pallante is letting his skill set play, but I think that he's still trying to retain and gain as much information as he possibly can and that's just going to make him better and better. What did you learn about the Cardinals on this recent road trip? In terms of the bullpen guys, Verhagen, McFarland's on the IL, the COVID IL, but what have we learned about the, the you know, the bullpen going into uh, this weekend series? Yeah, honestly, I really think that that is one of the best things that came out of this road trip for me, specifically the Milwaukee portion of it against the Brewers is I feel like you may have found a couple of bridges to your back end. Dan, how long has that been a talking point for us? How do you get the ball to Giovanni Gallegos and Cabrera and Helsley? Like, how do you get them the ball if your starter doesn't give you six-plus innings? And we got two names that have emerged in this. Johan Oviedo. How about that, young man? First, uh, awesome. first win. It wasn't an awesome first win awesome. in 25 games. And he the emotions were there. 
He was in tears after the game. He was in tears with his teammates, with the media. Then he goes back to the hotel, ultimately gets to talk to his family in Cuba, and that gets it going again. I mean, you think about what a player, it, just in general, any player has to do to get to the big league. It's special. Now, think about a player from Cuba who has to defect from his country, leave his family, and then ultimately you know, be here on a solo mission and, and does it. Uh, I'm just excited for him. Like that was such a neat day and you know, it, it meant the the world to him, but I think he might've found a home in the bullpen, Dan. I mean, I mean, this is a guy that went out there and he, it wasn't like he was on top of every hitter. He was two for seven. I think it was first pitch strikes, but he got right back into counts. And that's what I like to see. He pitched with confidence and I thought he was really good. And the other guy is Zach Thompson. I know you've been singing his praises, Dan, Zach now, and he pitched in the ball game yesterday. On one day's rest, which I don't know if he's ever done in his career, pitch on one day's rest. 13 pitches uh, and threw a lot of strikes, got a scoreless inning again. All of a sudden, you've got two guys that can bridge the gap. Two guys, by the way, they can both give you multiple innings, which is a big trend in this Cardinal bullpen is multiple innings from all your guys. I think this could end up being a big strength. Thompson. Is he related? Yeah, now he is. Yes. Like I, yeah. like I, I told okay. Zach before, he was getting the same thing. He was getting the same questions. Hey, are you related to Brad? And he's like, who the heck is Brad? And I was getting the uh, the question. And I said, look, if he pitches well, we're related. <laughs> uh, and uh, love it turns out, look, we might be brothers at this point, the way that he's pitching. I'd like to hitch my wagon to that Zach Thompson. He's doing a really good job. But again, another guy that looks confident. And you and I talked about this when we were in Boston, okay, is it, it's it's all about the organization, your farm system, your drafting, your developing. You have to get the right guys. You have to get the guys that are ready for the moments. And I think that Randy Flores and his, his crew over there, the scouting and Gary LaRock and the player development, they've done such a good job of identifying the right pieces and then getting them ready in a very quick time to be able to contribute at the big league level and it's a special thing. Are there going to be bumps in the road for Zach Thompson? Yes, of course. Andre Pallante, absolutely. Nolan Gorman, yes. Like, all these guys are going to have bumps in the road. But they seem like a very mentally tough group. And to me, that's a credit for, you know, credit to the player first and foremost. Obviously, they have to get it done. But recognizing that talent, getting it in your organization, and then continuing to hone it. I just think they've done a really good job with that. It's so late in the season to see the Cubs come to St. Louis for the first time. So from a player's perspective, your perspective, your player, what is it like, the Cubs and the Cardinals, first time at Bush Stadium? Yeah, it's always fun. It doesn't matter if both teams are battling it out for the division, and we've had that throughout the years. I mean, but do you or, guys feel it, though? I mean, Yes, do, dude, do, ab absolutely. You okay. Do. Absolutely. You, you like you approach every single game like it's the same and it's, it's one of 162 and you still have to go about your business, but there's a different energy in the stadium. There really is. And there's a good mix Cardinal fans show out big time. We know this and it'll be a packed house over the weekend, but there's a lot of cubby blue in there. And there's a lot of cheers when the opposition does something well, and you kind of feed off that energy a little bit that the crowd brings. So you certainly feel it at home. You feel it on the road. And it brings an added element. And it is something that is really fun for a lot of these guys that have not been a part of this before and have not seen the rivalry that's there with the Cubs and the Cardinals. And this isn't some like bloody rivalry that every time these two teams face each other, it's a, a bunch of bean balls and somebody's going to get in a fight. 
but it is one where there's a sense of pride. You go out there, Cardinals, Cubs, you want to show them who's boss. So, uh, and I, I think it is, you know, fun that Palante, a rookie, is the guy on the mound heading this thing off with Miles Michaelis coming the next day. Being a uh, bullpen guy, which you were, but, you know, seeing how this has worked out for Ali, and it's been tough to get through some of the stages of this season. Uh, with the bullpen, how do you think he's handled the uh, the bullpen so far? I think he's done as well as he possibly can. Like there have not been very many occasions where a guy comes trotting in out of the bullpen and you go, huh, why is he there? And the only occasions, Dan, that that has happened, you and I have been doing games, or at least the ones yeah. that I remember, you and I have been doing games and we knew ahead of time that somebody probably wasn't available for one reason or another. So it wasn't like he went to a wrong guy. It was because a guy wasn't available. And that's something to remember oftentimes as a fan. And I like all this information can't get out because it's a competitive advantage thing. He's not going to tell you before a game if XYZ reliever is not available, but he will oftentimes, you know, let let it go talking to us, right? Talking to the broadcast crew. So you know how to frame a story uh, if, if something is happening. And I really think that he's done a good job. And, and what impresses me the most, and this is a credit to the players as well, Dan, is his willingness to have guys throw multiple innings, his willingness to let Giovanni Gallegos go out there oh, yeah. and give you two and Helsley give you two and Cabrera give you two. Zach Thompson, you got two in you. Go ahead. Give me a couple. Uh, I, I wonder, Dan, and I'm interested in your thought on this. If we see that being a trend of this Cardinal bullpen going forward, not just the, hey, give me six. And then here comes Cabrera and Gio and Helsley. Do we see, hey, you give me six, and then Cabrera, you got two today, and then we'll get one here. And then somebody else, you got two today, and then we got one here. I really think that might be a trend. What I take away from the recent road trip is the fact that he's relied on Zach Thompson, Oviedo, and these guys have stepped up when others have not. So he's saying, hey, here's your chance. Go get it. And if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. And, and as you well know, playing for Tony, it's either you do or you don't. So that's kind of the way I look at how Ali is uh, managing his bullpen. It, it makes me laugh. It's the old, uh, hey, I tried. I can get somebody out of the stands to try. I need you to do, you know, who, who is doing out there? And, and you're right. They found a couple of guys that are doing. Now, does that mean that Johan Oviedo, boom, it's solved. He's in the he's in the bullpen. Your bridge is fixed. No, it means you have an option and he's going to get another opportunity to prove that he's that guy. You know, it, same thing with Zach Thompson It's like, yes. OK, we found that left handed compliment to Hennessy's Cabrera. No, it, it means we have another option. He will get more opportunities to prove his worth in this bullpen. But now is the time to find out, isn't it, Dan? Because you have oh, yeah. a trade deadline that is looming. You have a trade deadline in over a month that you want to find out what you need as a ball club. And I think that they're trying to figure those things out. I think there are still question marks in your starting rotation. Certainly when you look at Jack Flaherty's first couple of outings, I think there are question marks obviously surrounding Steven Matt still. So maybe that's an area that they look at, but I still believe that solidifying this bullpen should be something that they're looking at at the trade deadline. But you got a couple of guys said, wait, 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 don't forget about me. And that's what I want Oviedo to be. That's what I want Thompson to be. And uh, you mentioned a name earlier, Dan, as, as we wrap this thing up, you mentioned, you know, Drew Verhagen. Dude, Verhagen's got to prove something. He's got to go out there and prove that he can be the guy that they signed a, a multi-year deal to. His stuff is really good, 
but the production has not been there for him. That's a guy that they need more out of, and he should be in some of these higher leverage situations, but he just hasn't proven that he can continually get it done. Do guys talk about that in the bullpen? I mean, you guys are out there forever, and there's not a lot going on in games for five, six, seven, sometimes nine innings. Do they say, man, I might be, you know, I'm the guy on the chopping block. Do they talk about that? You know what? You you might talk about it with some of your closest friends out there and you might have uh, those conversations. But we we generally as a bullpen group, you're in it together. Like yeah. like you're you're all yeah. rooting for each other. And you the expectation is that on a given night that things are going to go well for you and you are going to to flip the script if things are going bad, but it is nice to have somebody to have just be a sounding board for you out there. It's like, man, dude, I'm struggling really bad. You know, I, you know, maybe this, I might be the guy here soon. And you've got a buddy down there saying, screw that, man, you're good. You, you, you're going to be good to go, go get these guys out today. But there are plenty of conversations that go out there and guys are smart too. Okay. Uh, Like I knew on a given day when I showed up at the ballpark that there might end up being a suitcase sitting in the middle of the locker room (laughs) and that I was going to be the guy that would get a tap on the shoulder from Rip Rowe and the clubhouse attendant that says Skip wants to see you. Like it is a performance business. So if you're performing, you're good to go. If you're not, how do you fix it so you can? Because ultimately, someone is always coming for your job. And I don't care if you're a guy that's entrenched in a multi-year deal or if you're a young guy that's just scratching and clawing to stay in the big leagues. Somebody always wants your gig. And I think that the guys that work the hardest are the guys that realize that on a day-to-day basis. Homestand begins tonight. So you the first of three against the Cubs, and then you have the uh, the Marlins. What are your expectations on this homestand as we uh, wrap it up? Well, look, I I feel like the Cubs, while we talk about the rivalry, the Cubs are a team that you should beat. They are trending in a a rebuilding direction, and you should beat them. But should means nothing. What do you go out there and do? We mentioned it's Palante in game one, Michaelis in game two. How good has Miles Michaelis been? I mean, my my goodness, that guy has been a rock. And in game three, you're set to see Jack Flaherty for his third start of the year. What look? I uh, I want to see Jack. I want to see what he ends up looking like. And and uh, I, I think this ends up being a pretty good series for you potentially. And with the Marlins, you know how good their pitching is. But I think that you can pitch to them. You are a better team than the Marlins. I expect this to be a winning homestand before the Cardinals head out and they go to Philly, go to Atlanta because the schedule starts getting a little rough. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thank you. That was fun. Let's do it again. Brad Thompson, Danny Mack. This is the Redbird Report on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Redbird Report podcast with the TV voice of the cards, Danny Mack, and cards World Series champion Brad Thompson on 101 ESPN. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. 
Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.